Hey everyone, uh, thank you for tuning in to the Community Conversation brought to you by Prototype Training Systems, home of CrossFit Prototype. Uh, the Community Conversation highlights a different member of the Prototype community each week and allows them to tell their story, share their life experience, and communicate life on all things fitness. Uh, so we've all listened to podcasts and watched YouTube videos that highlight some of the world's greatest leaders and visionaries, and we believe we have some amazing people at Prototype, and we want you to get to know them. So to that end, I want to introduce our eighth guest, Danielle Fontaine. Uh, Danielle has been part of the Prototype community for almost six years. Uh, she's a nurse, she's competitive, and she crushes the workouts, and she's just all around an awesome person. So uh, Danielle, I uh, appreciate you being on the uh, community conversation today. Thanks for having me. So Danielle, I did mention that you're a nurse. Uh, so am. obviously there's a, a, a lot of stuff with, with, with the last year and, and COVID. But before we kind of get into that, why don't you kind of give the community a little bit more information on you, like your background, like where you're from, like how'd you get into CrossFit, how'd you find Prototype, all that fun stuff. Sure. Um, so I grew up in Mansfield. Um, I grew up playing lacrosse. Um, and then I went to college. And as a nursing major, I needed somewhere to get out my stress. So for a long time, I went to the gym at school. And then I moved off campus and I went to the Y. And I just was putting in a lot of time and felt like I was kind of going and doing the same things every day. Um, I mean, I'd switch up the exercises I did, but it was like, I ran on the treadmill, I'd do the elliptical, I'd do the Stairmaster. Um, and one of my friends, friends actually had started CrossFit and I was like, you know what? I'll just try it. I enjoy exercising, but I've learned over the past 12 years that I need something that's quick, hard, and I can go in and someone can tell me what to do. I don't have to think about what I'm going to do before I get there or get there and look around and say, okay, I don't know what I'm going to do today. So that's kind of how I got started at CrossFit. I was kind of hooked as soon as I started. Um, do you remember your first workout? Oh, I don't. It was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> it was All probably right. 13 years ago. So I definitely don't remember. 13. That's awesome. And then you but, went to school, you went to URI. So this is when you were in college or when you were in- Yeah, I started yeah. in college. Um, maybe it wasn't 13, but it was close. It was like 11 or 12 years ago. Um, but we were still writing everything down in a composition book. That's how long ago it was. There was no apps. There's nothing fancy like there is now. Um, and from there, I graduated. So I came home and I joined a CrossFit close to home. And then I moved into the city and I did it when I lived in the city. And actually I lived in Connecticut for a year. I forgot that part of it and I did it there. Um, and then after I moved to the city and my husband and I bought our house out here, I started looking into CrossFit. And at that point I had been to a bunch of different boxes. My aunt does it. So when I went to visit her, I'd go there and I was kind of picky about where I was gonna go. <laughs> Um, I didn't want a hobby gym. I wanted somewhere that I could go. At that time I was working 50, 50 days and nights. So I needed somewhere that I could go at noon or I could go at three before I went into work. Or sometimes I was crazy and I would come on my way home from a night shift. So I needed something that was flexible that took the um, 
exercise part of it seriously. And I kind of found prototype. I mean, you know, there's a ton around here, but I think because I was picky, I was so lucky to find something that I really loved. It's, uh, it's, I'm glad that you're so, so picky. <laughs> I mean, as my husband would say, I'm picky in a lot of things in my life. So. so you finished up school and then you're doing CrossFit as like your fitness stuff, but you like, you, you graduated and then went into nursing. Is that correct? Yes. And so you're in, uh, remind me again, like, I guess don't remind me, but like, tell everyone, where do you, where do you work? What do you do? Um, I actually just started a new job probably three weeks ago. I now work at the Jimmy Fund Clinic at Dana-Farber. So I was at Children's for seven years and I just transitioned there. So fortunately and unfortunately, I can work out less because I work more days during the week, but I don't work holidays. I don't work nights and I don't work weekends anymore. So I think my life work balance will be a lot better. That's good. So, yeah. so first off, before I, we even get into this, I have yep. to thank you, right? Because you're, you're on the front line during all this COVID stuff. I remember like in the beginning of the pandemic, it was like crazy. I remember you like saying, I think we had like email exchange going back and forth and you're just saying like how crazy it is and, and all that stuff. Can you, like, I, I don't know, right? And yeah. I, there's a lot of people out there that probably don't know. Can you talk a little bit about like what that whole, experience was like during and still is I would say right like what's that, yeah. what's that like being on the front line um so initially I think Boston was a little behind what everyone else what when I say everyone else I mean places like Los Angeles and New York were doing um there was actually a doctor from the Brigham that published an article in the New Yorker saying all healthcare workers needed to be masked. And before that, none of us wore masks. So that kind of kickstarted everything in Boston because the Brigham was like, well, if this well-known doctor that works for us is saying we need to be masked, then Children's is like, well, we need to be masked and mass general. So that kind of started the masking thing. And there was like a mass exodus in the hospital. Um, they totally emptied out anyone that didn't have to be there. So the only kids that were there were the sickest of the sick. Um, I will say I was very lucky working in a children's hospital that we didn't have a ton of cases. Um, but I do have friends that work at other big health institutions and they were like, we don't even know what to call this. This is like mass chaos at first. And then I think they were able to you know, identify resources that were needed. And then that was able to help calm things down a little bit, but it's still very weird. I have to like fill out a questionnaire before I go into work every day. I'm not allowed to wear masks that aren't hospital um, given. So there's a lot of rules. We can't eat with our friends anymore. <laughs> we're like six feet apart from everyone. It's very bizarre, but it is what it is. I'm hoping that everyone can be vaccinated by the end of the summer and we can go back to somewhat of a normal life. Did you, uh, have you gotten your vaccine or your, your two or you're, you're qualified to get? Yeah, we're lucky. Everyone, pretty much all healthcare workers in Boston have gotten it. So now did yeah. you get sick? I know there's some like signs and symptoms and stuff like that, or some like, you know, some um, you take it. no, there are a lot of people that did get really sick. 
Um, but no, I did not. That's good. That's good. What do you, uh, so basically over the next few months, you think we're on kind of the other side of this whole thing? Now? Um, I hope so. I think um, there's great research going into the vaccine. Um, there's a lot of mass production, a lot, um, what's the world? The quantities are going up, so that's good. Um, hopefully Massachusetts can get their um, clinics up and running a little smoother than they have so far, because I think that's gonna be the best way for people to get vaccinated. And hopefully this will just be something that will be like the flu for us going forward. It'll mm -hmm. just be like, you know, you have to get your flu shot and that's kind of it. What are you looking forward to most, mostly getting back to some sort of normalcy, at least like 80%? I America need to plus. go on vacation. <laughs> Where are you, where are you planning? Are you planning to I don't even care where I go. I just want to get on an airplane and go somewhere. Do you like to travel? Um, I do. I um, was very fortunate. My parents love to travel. So we went a lot of places growing up. Um, so Favorite place, go. Uh, I, Taylor and I went to Hawaii on our honeymoon and it was amazing. It was just I mean, I love the beach. I've been to a lot of tropical places and there's just nothing as beautiful as Hawaii so far that I've been to. I'm hoping one day I go somewhere and I can say, oh, this is more beautiful than Hawaii. So did when on all your traveling, right? Especially when you were working out doing CrossFit, did you drop in at any CrossFit gyms like outside of the States? Um, never outside of the States. They've all been in the United States nothing outside i i went to costa rica and honestly it was more therapeutic for me to run along the beach than to go into a box with four walls that kind of didn't have a view that i could do when i was here so i tend to work out in the environment that i'm in when i travel Aaron and i had our, our honeymoon in costa rica mm -hmm. i thought it was spectacular we you get the oh boat, best of both worlds like on the ocean and then we also were inland. So you kind of yep. got the best of those both worlds there. Uh, it was either between that and Hawaii. So I gotta, I gotta pick your brain off offline here to talk more about that and plan a, uh, cause I'm in the same boat as you. I can't wait to travel a little bit yeah. once, once all this stuff is, uh, is over, but uh, back onto the, onto the fitness side of things yeah. now. So you're doing, you've been doing CrossFit and then you started doing thrive workouts. Like yeah. what's your, like, and again, you've had a lot of experience of going to, different gyms. You said you tried out a bunch of gyms. You're very picky. Like what's different about prototype or what made you kind of stick with it here versus like some of the other places that you looked at? Um, I think obviously I didn't know this when I initially started, but the camaraderie and the coaches, um, they're always making sure that your, you know, technique is good, but you're also having fun. And I think fitness being made fun is really what keeps people motivated and involved. You can't just do the same thing every day. Can't be boring. No, definitely not. There's no fun in that. Right. What, what keeps you motivated now? Like, what are your main goals? Like, what are the things that you're working on? I know like it probably has to do with like just consistency and, and uh, you know, obviously like stress management and all that sort of stuff. But like, what, are, what, like, what keeps you coming back? Um, I love that I never really have to work out on my own. 
Um, I like the class aspect of it. I like that there are days that I don't really want to push myself, but there's someone there that is pushing me. They know that I can do better than what I'm setting myself up for. Um, so I do love that. And I think it's hard now. It's so different. I said the other day, I was like, we used to all be in front of the pole in this class. And now you can't even see the back of the class. Like we all used to be so close. Mm -hmm. So I think it's different now, but people are still really like pushing each other. And I think that's really important. I love that. I know it's different, but you know, it's still the same, right? Yeah. Like yeah. At, the, at the same time. Um, all right. So I, we got a lot of information in background and kind of your journey getting into working out, got some information on, you know, what keeps you coming back, that sort of thing. Like what, what do you do outside of the gym? Like, what are your favorite, what are your favorite things to do when you're not, you know, working at your, you know, it sounds like it was a crazy schedule for, for what you were doing and then coming to the gym. Like what, what's your favorite things to do outside the gym? Um, I like to shop. <laughs> All right. Let's what go. girl does let's go. it, right? Let's, let's go. What, what, let's, let's talk shopping. Uh, no, no, we don't have to talk shopping. That's okay. <laughs> I, well, I'm selfishly, I could probably learn a few, a few things myself. Cause I, I feel like I've told you this before you, I think your tastes and, and Aaron's tastes are very, are very similar. Uh, I think you've given me some advice too on gifts giving, I think at one point, but yeah. uh, all right. I so do. We, I love to shop and I don't necessarily buy a lot, but I like to look <laughs> window shopping. Yes. Um, but really my favorite thing to do when I'm not working and not working out is to go to the beach. I could sit on the beach for an endless amount of hours. You could work on the beach. You can read on the beach. You can work out at the beach. I'm lucky my parents have a house in um, Rhode Island. So a lot of times we'll paddleboard from their house to the beach. So I get some exercise and then I sit for a few hours and relax. So, but you can't go to the beach like when it's like two feet of snow out. So what are you doing? Like, what are you doing when it's cold outside? Um, I ski also. <laughs> no, I ski also. Um, I haven't done a, I actually haven't gone once this year, but I'm hoping to go. I'm thinking in March I can get out there and go. It's hard because we used to just be like, oh, let's go skiing for the day. And you can't do that anymore. You have to buy lift tickets in advance. So um, but I love to ski. My favorite place is probably Breckenridge. I'm again, lucky. My family likes to travel. So we've gone out West to ski a few times. Oh, that's awesome. I got yeah. Vail and all that stuff. Yes. I've done Vail once and Breckenridge twice. Very so. cool. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. Um, all right. So now we got a little bit more info on you. Uh, let's, let's go the spitfire around here. All okay. right. So, uh, and I think I already asked one of these questions. So first one is favorite movie slash and or TV show of all time. And then I'm going to add to this because I think I, I asked you question number three. What are you binging right now? Um, so my favorite movie of all time. I love sports movies. Love. So The Blind Side is one of my absolute favorite movies. Um, I mean, I love like, you know, Rudy and I love all the other football movies too, but the blind side is definitely my favorite. Um, and I love that it's based off of a true story mm -hmm. and Michael Orr. 
Yep. Right. And then this is kind of embarrassing to admit, but I <laughs> am watching the Real Housewives of New York from the beginning. <laughs> I never got it. I never like watched those or got into those shows. Like what? Oh, what you might one day if Aaron starts. What makes it so appealing? What's appealing to that? Uh, oh, it's that. just like trash. And these people live a life that most of us will never live. So it's like a fake life kind of. But I did just finish, finish Bridgerton and I loved that too. Okay, Bridgerton. Uh, I'm not familiar with that. Now, what's your, is that your favorite of all time? The Real Housewives? What's your favorite show of all time? Oh, no. Um, so there's one from my childhood that I don't even know if people would know what it is, but it's called American Dreams. And it was on, I think, NBC. And basically it took place in the 60s and 70s. And it was a family. I remember the, that show. I yeah. remember that show. A little blonde haired girl, woman. Or yep, something. yep. It was like American Bandstand and yes. during polio and yeah. World War II. That I was think, only or the Vietnam War. like a short period of time, wasn't it? Yeah, it was probably on for like three or four seasons. So that's probably my favorite from growing up. And I like This Is Us also. <laughs> I like it's the Safi shows. <laughs> you sit there with like a box of uh, Kleenex just. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you, so if you're into the NBC shows, do you remember yeah. the show? And since you have the ties to R Rhode Island, do you remember the show called Providence? Kind of, but I don't remember what it was about. It's like about this family in, in Rhode Island and stuff. But anyway, put it on your list. I'm sure you could find it somewhere. Okay. Maybe one of those. It was one of those shows that was on for like a few seasons and they ended up taking it off. Yeah. Um, what was that guy's name? It was like a corrupt guy. Uh, what was the mayor of Providence at one point? Oh, Jul not. No, no, that was New York. No. Um, I know who you're talking about. I can anyway, picture what he looks like. He's in, he's in it and stuff like that. So anyway, you got to check that out. Um, okay. All right. So next, next question. Favorite musician, artist, band of all time? Um, I would probably say Darius Rucker. I loved him when he was in Hootie. Uh -huh. And I've seen him three or four times in concert since he's been on his own. And he's just awesome. He is awesome. And one of my friends' dads golfed with him once and said he was an awesome guy. He said you know, my daughters love you. And he took off his cowboy boots, signed them and gave it to him no and said, way. bring these home to your daughters. Oh, that's awesome. So oh, that's such a I'm a sucker story. for someone that's really nice. <laughs> so I asked you this last, I asked you this question already with the third question is usually what's your favorite thing to do when you're not at the gym. Why don't yeah. we, I'm um, gonna ask you this question instead. What's your favorite memory at the gym to date? I don't know. You're on the spot right there. I know. Didn't ask you this question ahead of time, right? You didn't have time to do your, uh, do your thinking. I know. I should have. Uh, <laughs> and I could have rattled my brain. Um, I don't know if I can think of one in particular, but I will say one of. It's not that it's a bad memory, but I once walked into class and I was the only one taking the class, and John was teaching. And it was awful because he was like, nope, you're going to put more weight on. You're going to put more weight on. It was an awful workout. 
I don't remember what it was. I remember there was a lot of cleans. He's like, you can do more weight. You can do more weight. And I was like, I just, and he's like, no, just because you don't feel like it doesn't mean that's an excuse to not do it. So the question is, what's your favorite memory? But what you, comes to your mind is what was the, like, the most traumatic memory that you have? At well, that was just one thing that I always remember. And I still, to this day, if I walk in and I'm the only one and John's teaching, I'm like, please, someone else show up so he doesn't torture me. So funny. Oh, that's so funny. All right. I'm writing that down. That's a good, that's a good <laughs> I think that that might be everyone's worst nightmare. I shouldn't say everyone's worst nightmare, but I think a lot of people, if they're used to going into the group and you mentioned how you love working out with other people, if you're the only one in class and you got the coach, just you one-on-one, there's no, there's no hiding. There's no avoiding. Yeah. And it wasn't bad. I mean, I was so glad when it was done, but during, I was like, oh, come on, John, you're killing me. <laughs> I hope John's listening to this right now so he can relive that, relive that moment. Oh, it's so funny. Um, well, Danielle, we, I appreciate you coming on here and talking to us and, and sharing some insight and uh, giving your, your background and your experience and everything. So thank you for being part of the community conversation and, uh, and everyone who's out there listening, thank you for tuning in and, and watching. Remember every week we'll be releasing a new community conversation with a new guest to get your week started. Uh, and also to be the first to know about the new community conversation, uh, it's going to be posted on our YouTube page. So make sure you subscribe. Also, we send it out in our daily newsletter. And also, if you're in our prototype community, we put it out on our prototype community on Facebook. And if you're a member of the gym and you're not on our private members Facebook group, please let us know. We'll get you in. And lastly, if you're interested in being on the community conversation, just shoot us a message. Uh, we will love to have you. So, Danielle, thank you again. Appreciate you being on. Thank you.